Kia ora, welcome back to Flying the Fern, powered by New Zealand Stories, Fernmark License Programme and produced by Raw Collective. This series is all about telling the real-life stories of well-known New Zealand businesses that carry the official Fernmark logo. We dig into how they came about, the challenges they've overcome, and their contribution to the reputation New Zealand businesses have around the world. Kia ora, on today's episode we have Zach Robinson from Aripa. Aripa is a world leader in developing a new category of foods that promote brain health and better cognitive performance. Their range of nootropics includes drinks, capsules, powders and berries, and stem from cutting-edge neuroscience and years of development. Clinical research and trials have found it promotes improved mental performance, enhanced memory, reduced cognitive decline with age, reduced anxiety and stress, and better sleep quality, among other benefits. The results have been staggering, with retail uptake including a multi-million dollar supply agreement with Australian supermarket giant Coles. I sat down with co-founder Zach to talk about the personal motivation for starting Aripa, the challenges in achieving such an ambitious goal, our Kiwi values, and how we're perceived around the world, taking their product range to the global market. Well, kia ora and welcome, Zach. Kia ora. Nice to have you here. Before we go any further, actually, I need to ask you to maybe see if you want to put that on, if you want to put a hole in your nice t-shirt. So you're on brand. I got you'll be on our brand as well as your brand. Yeah, I've dropped the pen already. Oh. While you're doing that, if you had a friend coming to New Zealand, what would the must-do thing? What would you suggest that they have to do? Yeah, so I had a thought about this. For me, I reckon I would just recommend everyone to get on the water. Yeah. So get a different perspective in New Zealand, either you know even on a lake, but mainly probably get to the oceans. Like yeah. head out to the head out on the Hauraki Gulf, or head up the Bay of Islands, or yeah. Coromandel, and just get a different perspective. Nice. Would you spend a bit of time out in the water? Yeah, yeah, I like to when I can. Oh, good on you. Yeah. So, what is that? What you do when you're not uh, working at Aripa? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've just got a, had a little five month old, so the rhythm's a little bit out of yeah, sync. Yeah, yeah. But, um, like the sleep. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But uh, no, I've, uh, yeah, normally surfing or on the beach or spearfishing and things like that. Oh, so. you sound like the all, all Kiwi guy out there. <laughs> so, what's your role in the organization? So, I'm the co founder, co CEO, really. So, running kind of a joint role with Angus. No, oh, that's a pretty funky way to run a business. Having a co CEO, does it work? Yeah, so far it does. It's always kind of worked for us in the sense of that was always the way we've kind of run things. We we always say together we make one good business then. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right. we've, yeah, we kind of um, we're like the yin and yang of each other. Do you pay each other half half of the salary or? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a startup business. I'm yeah, sure yeah, you probably yeah, do yeah. actually. Yeah. So tell us about Aripa. What is what is it you do? Aripa is a, a brain food technology company. Yeah. But yeah, like our hero product is a brain drink, but we've also got capsules and powders. All right. And why did you settle on that? I mean, it seems like a strange thing to do, a brain technology company that has a drink and put how did you get to there? Like the drink itself or, or the, the whole idea of the doing brain idea. technology, yeah. Yeah. So it's actually started um a little over ten years ago. So actually, Angus called me up. Um, I was living in Sydney at the time, and uh, he called me up, and he said he had an idea for a brain drink, and started talking to me about it, and saying, you know, it can help with. He's seen some science; it could help with this and that. And so, and uh, yeah, one of the things he's saying, you know, it could help with, you know, focus and you know maybe reducing stress. And at this time, I was a junior designer, and I was in a you know my world of a stressed world of. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was like, that's something I need. So yeah. Um, yeah, from there, me and him have kind of taken that idea from that point and got it to where it is now. Does it also help with um, parents of young children who aren't sleeping very well? 
Yeah, we actually have a, a lot of uh, young 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 parents. You? Yeah, yeah, who because uh, it's caffeine free. So especially mothers, you know, they yep. not wanted to have too much caffeine while they're breastfeeding and things. Yep. So uh, yeah, we have a lot of people turning to that. Just to be clear, we're not saying give it to the baby. It's for the parents. Okay? For the parents. Yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah. Just checking. And and it's got this cool thing called nootropics. Yeah. Is that a made-up word or does that so, mean something? Yeah, so nootropics is a word from, I think it's coined back by uh, scientists in the 70s, 80s. Don't quote me on that exactly. Yeah. But um, it was for, a, like, they kind of, it was a term for like smart drugs, so things that would help co- cognition. Yep. Uh, so we've kind of actually stepped away from uh, nootropics as a, an actual word or as a category and we're looking more at brain food because we kind of, Initially, that's what kind of drew us in, and that's kind of the market. So when we talk to potential people, uh, even you know supermarket buyers, we might use the word nootropics because it's a trend that's kind of happening now. But um, we're actually in the kind of bigger what we see is like the brain health category. But these three key ingredients that we use, you could call nootropics. But nootropics is quite a broad term as well. So caffeine is technically a nootropic. Okay. But it's that all those kind of. Nootropics is, I feel, is very for short-term, like acute use, yeah. where we have what we've worked very hard for in the formulation as a felt effect in the short-term, but then also long-term health effects as well. So looking right. after the brain, you know, in the short-term, so helping you focus, you know, in a, a moment of pressure and stress, but then also helping your brain in the long-term. To build. What are these key ingredients? You said they're three key ones. New Zealand pine bark, so Pinus radiata, so that uh, comes out of here. Plenty of that around. Yeah, there is plenty of it around, yeah. which is good. And then we have uh, New Zealand blackcurrant. Our particular blackcurrants we use, they show some very high, they're world-leading basically compared to a lot of the uh, berries around the world. We've, Even our blackcurrants are world-leading. Exactly. Nice. And then we also use an uh, althenin, which is a green tea amino acid, so that comes actually out of Japan. Wow. How do you know so much about this stuff? Are you, are you a, like a food scientist or a psychologist? or No, so my background is actually design and uh, product design in particular. Right. But um, Angus comes from a background of in the more food tech space. He used to work for um, the Food Bowl yep. just out by the airport there. So he had a good dose of it. But we're both just, you know, we're passionate in this space, but we also – we have two neuroscientists in the business who know a lot more about neuroscience than right. we do. So we know more, we know quite a lot than the average person. But yeah, I'd definitely never say. They're uh, the expert, but you've yeah. got the experts in. And that must have, you know, in a startup business, bringing in the experts must have, and you've got some Australian people involved, obviously quite a bit of investment that goes in at those early stages for an, for what sounds like a quite out there idea. Yeah, it's taken its time. Like I said, uh, started about 10 years ago. And a, a lot of that was just in the background. Angus and I scratching around to find cash and like to get, uh, you know, these smart minds to actually, you know, believe that there is a a product in it. So we had basically an idea where, um, and it like, you know, we had a name, an idea and, you know, an identity, but then we had to go take it around and kind of shop it around to people and be like, there is this, you know, science out there and we just kind of want to, you know, work on this. And then, that's where we reached out to um, Professor Andrew Scolett, who's based in Melbourne. Right. And he's uh, one of the best. He's ranked, I think, fourth in the world for pharmacoco- pharmacopsychology. Pharmacopsychology? Yeah. Yeah. Could have got away with it. We would yeah, have known. Yeah, I'm just... but, <laughs> and that's the area, that's the basically the clinical um, side of what your products do. Yep. He's worked with uh, some of the biggest brands in the world yep. in the space. So he's Nestle, Danone to Coca-Cola, Red Bull, um, wow. you know, he's he's done studies with all of these companies. Mm. So he's basically, yeah, one of the one of the best in the space. The so that's where we wanted to 
kind of start, you know, get get one of the smartest minds in the space to, to make the yeah. best product. Did you bootstrap the company yourselves? Did you, you know, seed the money and funding money? Yeah, so Angus and I was, you know, throwing in all the small cash that we could to do anything, which could be, you know, printing a 3D bottle and things like that that we were yeah. doing for like our concepts. But then um, the first kind of seed capital actually came from Mold Man for the funding of the uh, formulation. Yeah. So to pay for Andrew Scully to come up with the formula. But then at the end of it, we ended up with a pile of papers and, you know, of the formulation and what, what the recommendation, but was still there was a long way to go. Wow. Even having that formula, which, you know, is still our, you know, patented formula we use today, but it's, you know, taking it from there and commercializing it was still a, at that stage, you know, we, we were very happy to have that, but yeah. the journey was um, just really beginning. Was there a lot of really bad tasting product that you started with? Did like when you first started creating these products? Yeah, yeah. yeah Angus, a lot about, oh, oh, well, like, what am I drinking? Yeah, exactly. Because he was at, uh, working for the Food Bowl at the time. I was in, based in Australia and then I actually spent the last four years in Australia and then I was six years in the UK. And so, my input was all through design, a lot of the online store, yep. branding and all that type of stuff nice. um, and the e-commerce side of things. And uh, he was literally hands on the ground um, working on the, you know, juicing everything, like putting together all these ingredients and then having to sip them in the whole. <laughs> yeah, Maybe not that one. Yeah, it's got a long way to go. You end up with a blue tongue all the time too. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the first ones they did, um, it turned into jelly. So, um Wow. Yes. Mind you, there might be a market in that. Yeah. But no, there must have been also then a moment where you just go, actually, we're onto it. Like we've got the science shown, it's working. We've now got a product that feels like it's going to work for us. We've got the ingredients coming in. You know, that start, things are starting to hum along. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, you're right. We Once we had like our first kind of prototype drink we uh, that actually tasted good, there was a lot of work done in the, getting the taste right. So we worked with some uh, good food technologists to help us um, yeah. bring that because the things like pine bark is a pretty – you know, Good. as you, it will taste as you imagine. It tastes like a tree. <laughs> so right, yeah. yeah. Not a lot of people are going to pay for something that tastes yeah, like exactly. a tree. So, but yeah. I've had Arepa many times, and I love it. I think it's fantastic. Mm. I mean, you definitely know you're not drinking sort of sugary, cokey stuff or not that, but it yeah. really does. You know, it tastes nice as well as I think it works. Yeah, well, that's that's part of um, you get into the commercial side of drinks and food. Yeah. Um, to win, it has to taste good. You yeah. know, it can be really healthy for you, but um, people you know, choose with taste at the end of the day. And that's why things like Coca-Cola are still out there, even though it's bad for you. It tastes, you know. It tastes, yeah. yeah. Well, it appeals to our sort of reptilian brain and sugar sugar rush and that sort exactly. of thing. But, I mean, the good for you thing is an interesting one. And this is something that sort of goes to your Kiwi values and who you are as a company, what you what you stand for. So it's tell us a little bit about how you think about your New Zealandness and your, you know, your the company culture and being from New Zealand. Well, yeah, that was one of our early concepts of what we were wanting the brand to be yeah. was we wanted to always, and that's why we have a Tadeo name, mm. Arepa, which means alpha. And so we always wanted to have uh, things that tied us back to New Zealand because we wanted to take the best of New Zealand to the world stage. And whether yeah. that be our ingredients, our science, our food technology, our identity, our culture, design, all these things we want to showcase, you know, the best of New Zealand beyond uh, what people, you know, generally think of us as, you know, yeah. farmers. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 doing it in a whole other way, like yeah. sophisticated, you know, design-led, beautiful packaging. But even having, a, you know, the Macron on the font, you know, things like that are, make it must make it quite unusual in the market. Yeah, for sure. We come up actually against um, 
Arepa is also, or Arepa, sorry, is actually a Venezuelan flatbread. Okay. And so we get a lot of people telling us, you know, it's a flatbread. And we're like, yeah, but uh, we've got a macaron and explain, yeah. explain the story. And it, it generally is a conversation starter for the people who are, we get a lot of South Americans asking about it. So, yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with them having an Arepa along with your Arepa. So they exactly. can, you know, exactly, they can have both. Yeah. And you use the Fernmark. That's one thing, obviously, that, you know, you want to be associated with New Zealand, your, your Fernmark licensee. Tell us about how that works for you. It works well. Um, we we use it on all our packaging, especially the box packaging when we're shipping it to yeah supermarkets overseas. Yeah, it all goes on there to uh, help show our identity. You know, like we always want to prove where we're from. Yeah, and um, do you find that being from New Zealand is an advantage for you? Yes, ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, I think when you're in some markets like Australia, being in New Zealand doesn't help as much as it would for. Uh, likes in Asia, yep. for instance, yep. um, Australians like things to be made in Australia. So um, yeah, it's it's always interesting when you and you know what um, we, you know. We all know Australians like they like to pretend that they're the bigger brother and yeah, <laughs> yeah. So sometimes they do. It's changing a little bit though. We just yeah. did some research recently that Australian perceptions of New Zealand have definitely changed in the last few years. So they're much more seeing us as leaders. Yeah, well, that's good. Which is good, probably because of the great work that you guys are doing <laughs> over there. I'd imagine. So yeah, so when you go to market, what's your what's your sort of story you're out there talking about the health benefits of the product but do you also tell a country story like a provenance story yeah there's a bit of that with um in particular like i was saying like with our kind of mission of showing you know showcasing the best of new zealand to the world especially when we're talking to yeah like larger markets outside of australia and things it's um it's definitely with supermarket buyers and things they really you know like that it gives another point of difference for sure nice i mean it's good yeah because something makes you a bit unusual but different yeah. yeah. And um in in your stage of business, are you selling mainly through distribution or are you direct sales or how does it work? It's a combination of uh of both really. Yeah. So we have um we've got two sides to the business, which is retail sales, and then we also have online direct to consumer. Yep. And then on the retail side, we use distributors depending on which places we're in and which markets we're in. So for Australia, we use distributor models for some, but then yep. also we use um, direct-to-store for the big uh, Woolworths and Coles. So yep. we will send you know straight to their DCs. And nice. then for the you know the smaller independents, it's easier to go through a distributor for us. But mate, shipping you know liquid physical goods cross borders, expensive, heavy you know glass bottles, etc. Is that partly why you came up with the powders business and other sort of aspects? Yeah, for sure. Like so, we looked in the dry formats as well because they have longer shelf life. It works really well in the uh, direct to consumer as well. So that was one of it. Is you know we want to make brain food accessible, and so we know that our product where it is retailed at because we use efficacious amounts. And our product, it prices it to where it is today at about 6 to $7 a bottle. Right. And so we know that there's these health effects that are in there and people want to have it every day and some people may not afford a $7 drink a day. Yeah. And so we've brought it into other formats where, you know, it comes down to $2 a day and things like that. So they can add it into their smoothies uh, okay. or into their yogurt as well. That's how it's okay. So basically, that gives you all these other options for um, different types of people to use it. That's cool. Mm. And I hear that it's gone extremely well in Australia recently with a pretty big deal. Yeah, two months ago, I think we were officially in store in Woolworths. So, wow. yeah, we had calls about a year ago. Yeah. And then we keep expanding our, um, you know, our range in there, which is great. And then uh, Woolworths is our latest one. Jeepers. Yeah. It's a big deal to sign with, with one of those big supermarket chains because you've got to be really careful that you can actually deliver what they want you to deliver. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah was there a moment of you go, oh, do we really want to sign this? Uh, there, no, there's never a moment of not this, um, signing it. We were always, you know, that's the kind of you know startup mentality is you just kind of say yes and we'll just 
find we'll figure, work it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And um, I guess it's the kind of Kiwi can do attitude. You'll just figure it out. But um, yeah, no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't anything to stop us. It was more. And we 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 have spent a lot of time, you know, as a team and as a company, like making sure we can actually scale. Yeah. Um, because yeah, it comes on. It can come on quite fast. And you know, if we tried to do sign that deal. Four years ago, there would be no way we wouldn't we have could, done it. Yeah, no. we couldn't have. It would have sunk our business. Wow, where's the choke point for you? Is it supply of raw ingredients, or is it factory capacity, or shipping? I'd say raw ingredients is probably one of our our choke points. Uh, but we're working very hard to make sure that won't be a problem. Yeah, uh, and it's not a problem today, but it's a problem. It could be a problem in five years' time. Right. And so, you know, we're already planting for four years' time of growth. So even though we're selling this markets, you know, today, yep. we're planting for what market will be in year four. Do you vertically integrate? That. You did that yourself? Yeah, so yeah. we work with – so uh, two of our ingredient suppliers, the Blackcurrant, we signed on – one of our investors is uh, one of the biggest black car growers in New Zealand, right. and uh, the Pine Bark supplier, Inzoginal, they are also an earlier investor in our company. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, that's really smart. Where do you grow black currants? Because all blackberries or black blackberries. Black, yeah, no, black, black currants. Yeah, black currants. Because I'd see them like wild and hedges and stuff like that down where my parents live. Yeah, no. So they're down in uh, Christchurch or in right. Canterbury, and Leeston is where ours are grown. Yeah. Um, but there's a there's a big group of them around that area. Nice. And tell us about where you think the business is going to head. You were saying, you know, you're planning already for four years of demand growth. Mm-hmm. Where do you, do you think that it can go bigger and bigger and bigger? And will there be other new product formulas or how do you think it's going to work? Yeah, so we we will continue. Um, we've got our base like products yeah. now, uh, but we are always working on new product development. We love doing that. Like Angus and I, well, you know, we'd be happy to just yeah, be coming up with new products all day, every day, but then moving them to commercializing is always the harder problem. Yeah. We have got our core products, but we will like like we've already like in this year we've introduced a new shop format and in, into Woolworths actually, which is our like protect shop. So it's for long term, you know, neuroprotection. Um and oh. then we have new kind of functions that we'll be bringing out over yep. the years. But um we kind of and that comes from our deep scientific side. Like we have yeah. a huge R&D and in clinical science that we, we're working on because, like I say, we've got two neuroscientists on board and we work with a lot of leading universities in the space. Wow. So we let the science kind of lead and find new things, new ingredients that, you know, we work with plant of food research. Yep. And, you know, they can be uh, finding a new particular, you know, uh, extract and something that's native to New Zealand and we can help if that has some cognitive benefits, we can, you know, potentially work that into another nice product. One. Yeah. Have you got one that helps me remember where my keys are? <laughs> well, that's what uh, a lot of our long-term use of Arepa should be ho- hopefully helping you out. Oh, yeah, because well, that's the thing is it's not just about that sort of short-term moment like, you know, I need to concentrate for this exam tomorrow, but it's actually like build a long-term. Yeah, so there's uh, like – our neuroscientists wow. explain it, um, Andrew, Professor Andrew Scholarly, in quite a good way. Is, and this is what we try, you know, educate people on as well. Is our brain health isn't just, um, you know, like you take a, you know, take a pill and everything's solved. Yeah. It's a, it's a long-term daily ritual almost. But it, and it comes from not just nutrition. It's you know exercise. It's yeah. Sudoku. Yeah, <laughs> Sudoku. Yeah, think that, actually, that actually does help. You know, oh, really? yeah, okay, cool. brain teasers and things like that, and yeah. like mental stimulation, uh, mindfulness, and all these other things that come to it that actually promote you know a longer yeah um, better brain health. Um, so that's part of our 
mission is, you know, engaging people with their brains and giving the education around, you know, outside the nutrition, yes, our product can help with X, Y, Z, but there's a lot of other things out there, you know, getting people active and all those other things is a part of um, what we're trying to do is, you know, make people, you know, aware of their brain. Everyone's, you know, aware of their body and heart health and things, but, you know, kind of the brain's been forgotten for a long time. So as part of as our brand, you know, mission is to get people aware of their brain and, you know, notice the effects and notice, you know, the warning signs and things like that so they can, um, get it on check before wow. it's too late. You two, after you've had a couple of bottles of your own product, do you like Rain Man? You like sort of sitting there and seeing numbers and... <laughs> um, I wish I did. <laughs> yeah, be, but no, I definitely have um, have moments on my, you know, when I've drunk a few, you know, Arepa and I'm yeah. just a lot of time when I'm on my own, actually we're in a small team, you know, thing we can kind of get into the zone and, you know, punch out a lot of work. Like yeah. it could be, yeah, like our, our product development pipeline, you know, a couple, like a one-hour session on that. We can, you know, plant out the next three years worth of uh, products that we want to create. Jeepers, that's yeah. cool. That's scary. I can imagine being around you guys after a big, a big night out. That's cool. <laughs> awesome. So you must travel the world a lot, or you know, pre-COVID times anyway, or talk to customers at least. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what are the big markets that you guys are going for? We say that we're we're in you know New Zealand and Australia and we're focusing on market three, but yep. market three could be could be in Asia. Right. We are we are early days in um, Singapore. Yeah. Um, but we are also got our eye on the United States as well, um, which is you know a very different market and is a very yeah. big market. So that kind of explains why earlier we're looking at demand forecasts and right. you know making sure we can supply markets like that. Earlier on, I when I was actually living in the UK, you know I did a trade show over there for Arepa and, you know, basically it was getting, you know, market feedback very early on and, and, right. and interest as well. We had uh, things like Harrods basically wanted to stock us immediately and, again, that was one of those things that was a little bit too early. We're like, oh, <laughs> Not quite yet. Yeah, no, yeah, just yeah. hold that thought yeah, and we'll yeah. get back to you. Yeah, yeah. And, again, do they, do they find it weird that this is a New Zealand company, you know, from the other side of the planet? Talking to them about this stuff, or are they yeah, quite open to it? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've spoken to um, quite a lot of leaders in you know the beverage world um, across you know especially in the states and Angus and I find our like kind of pinch ourselves that we end up in these conversations with these you know yeah. you know giants but the New Zealand aspect is definitely I think it's kind of almost what gets us in the door in some ways it kind yeah. of gets us you know having the conversation because it gives you a really point a of uniqueness yeah yeah again, it gives you a uniqueness especially um, yeah almost the further you get away from New Zealand it kind of I kind of think it opens doors and gets an emailed replied because you know we're a brain drink from New Zealand um, with you know but it's not just a we're not just a brain drink we're we're like a a world leading in the space so yeah. we you know we've got the science to back it up and uh, I think that's what you know kind of sets people back on in the emails and we get a reply and then it kind of goes from there that's great and then you use your kiwi charm yeah yeah get yeah. them across the well, line hopefully yeah well Angus does yeah yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> nice oh this is something that's so cool to hear about this and the growth but you sound like you're taking quite a planned approach too you know you're going for market three you're thinking about other things in the future get a four-year plan for at least you're growing you know, this is a long-term game for you guys. Yeah, no, it's not a – yeah, we're definitely not in it for a, a short-term. Like, well, like it's taking 10 years to get us to here, you know, from the idea. So, um, you know, Angus and I are committed to growing this business and we want it to be sustainable for New Zealand and the world. And, you know, yeah. we like the idea of, yeah, growing this business out of New Zealand, um, you know, being a world leader from New Zealand, help from New Zealand. So Fantastic. Very good. Now, final question for you. People must mix Arepa with other drinks. Mm-hmm. Arepa, sorry. What's your favourite three mixes that you've ever heard of or had with your with your beverage? For me, well, the most popular was uh, just soda water. 
Okay. A lot of people just put it with soda water, but um, we have had people, uh, you know, putting it with gin. Yeah, um, they balance that, each other no, that's out. That's exactly it. They're hoping, they're hoping for the balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People have made it into some pretty nice uh, non-alcoholic cocktails. Ah. Yeah, so a few bars over over the years have done some non-alcoholic uh, cocktails because we've got that, you know, that short-term kind of calming effect, you know. Yeah. It's kind of a, people do use it actually as an alcohol alternative. Wow, there yeah. you go. Head it here first. Yeah. Well, Zach, thank you very much for coming in. It was awesome to meet with you. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Thanks awesome for flying the fern. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast series is all about highlighting the amazing work New Zealand companies are doing in a variety of sectors and spaces. If you like this episode, there's plenty more great stories from Flying the Firm podcast that you can listen to. Just go ahead and check them out where you found this one. We're also highlighting the Fernmark license program, which we talked about during the episode. The Fernmark is our national symbol and a country of origin mark that helps Kiwi businesses promote trust, authenticity and credibility by leveraging the good reputation that New Zealand has overseas. To find out more or to apply to be part of the program, head to our website, fernmark.nzstory.gov.nz. And lastly, please rate, review and subscribe. It helps others find us. Haere for now.